1: Trust your love story to the original Catholic dating site and use the promo code BREADBOX at checkout for 20% off at catholicsingles.com. Aloha, everybody. Sorry, I had a little technical difficulty this morning. Coming to you from a new place. We're in Satellite Beach. Satellite Beach, Florida. We sold our home in Cocoa Beach, because we would be living in Hawaii most of the time. Kind of simplifying our life a little bit for now. And uh, so we rented a condo here in Satellite Beach about 10 miles south of where we were for one month, and just a beautiful, beautiful place, beautiful condo. Hi Karen, hey Tony, aloha. Good to see you guys. So we're reading from the Catholic Catechism. Hey Gigi, aloha. Hey, Dan, good morning, brother. I'm gonna be in Houston next week. I fly in um, on Friday and then I think about four The Orange, Texas, so for Andy Sonia's big men's conference. We're in paragraph 600, this is such cool stuff. It shows you how smart, uh, well, you know, if you ever read St. Augustine um, in the Confessions, she talks about the nature of time and the nature of God. And so the Catechism right now is kind of talking about that cosmic way in which God is present at all times and all places all at once. It's like watching when I was a kid we drew this mural I think like in first grade of the, of the settling of the West. And good morning Andy. And like I, I drew, I remember I drew a horse with a wagon and everybody kind of drew different things along a timeline. So when you were done, we could look and we could see the whole, all of the events of history in chronological order. That's how the West was won. But, um, and that's how God sees it. He sees everything all at once. And he's present all at once. That's why when we have the Eucharist, we're made present again at the cross in that very cosmic, cosmic way. So, to God, all moments of time are present in their immediacy when therefore he establishes his eternal plan of predestination this is something you want to read saint augustine about he includes in it each person's free response to his grace in this city in fact both herod and pontius pilate with the gentiles and the peoples of israel gathered together against your holy servant jesus whom you anointed to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place So God sees, hi Valerie, aloha. So God sees everybody in all these decisions. He gives us free agency and free choice to choose Him or reject His love. He's predestined all of us to know Him and to spend eternity with Him, but we get to reject that if we don't want it. But all that He does, all things work together for the good, according to those who are called according to His purposes. So God is always working through history, just for you to draw you you closer to him, but you have more power than God. You can reject him, but you are destined to. You are destined. Um, it was it was Clement of uh, not not the not Clement of uh, of Rome. The one who who was the third uh, of the Pope. It was another Clement, one of the early Church Fathers that wrote. Now in Genesis, when it says we're made in God's image and likeness. It's almost like the beginning and the end are there. Since man has, has a fallen nature, we are made in the image of God. Aloha Dennis over there in Texas. We're made in the image of God. And in that, in that sense that we have a, a spiritual rational soul that is able to commune with God. Animals can't do that. Right? Animals have a certain awareness of their surroundings. They're even aware of themselves. But what they're not aware of is they're not aware that they're aware where we are. So we have this different sort of upward yearning in our soul that desires God, and in that sense, we are made imago Dei, made in the image of God. And there was a time when we were like Him. In the original uh, garden, uh, we were people of uh, Adam and Eve were made full of uh, virtue, right? They lived a life of virtue until they rejected God, doubted God, and wanted to be like God. And so, the early church Father Clement was writing, we're at the beginning, we're in his image, which is the call for us to be in his likeness. So, we are made in God's image, but we want to grow in virtue so that we can become like him. As Jesus said, be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect. So, it's a commandment that we become like God. One of my sons is in my image, but he's not very much like me. Do you know what I'm saying? But we're in God's image and we wanna be, we wanna grow in virtue and become more and more like him. Aloha, Gigi. By the way, everybody share this right now and that way you can really expand our outreach. So I'm gonna read this again. To God, all moments of time are present in their immediacy. When be, therefore he establishes his eternal plan of predestination he includes in it each person's free response to His grace. In this city, in fact, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. So this is an interesting uh, statement referring to um, the book of Acts. Good morning, Pat Gervais. Aloha, my brother. We gotta go ride. Uh, real soon. Aloha, Kelly Glad that you're here. For the sake of accomplishing his plan of salvation, God permitted the acts that flowed from their blindness. So you see here God's permissive will. That God has created us and we have free agency. And he can allow us to make our own decisions for the good or for the bad. And then he, But within that context, he makes all things work together for the good for those who are called, those who respond to his will. He died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. The scriptures had foretold this divine plan of salvation through the putting to death of the righteous one, my servant, remember, and that, that by the way, that quote is um, from Isaiah 53. So Isaiah 53 is considered, well the book of Isaiah is sometimes called the fifth gospel. There's so much talks about uh, Jesus uh, coming. So, um, the, the, it, it talks about the scripture foretold this divine plan of salvation through the putting to death of the righteous one, my servant. So that's what Jesus said, I have come to fulfill all righteousness. He didn't come just to, 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 live, to preach and then die on the cross for our sins. He came to live a life of righteousness. It says even when he was at the age of 13 when he was kind of left behind at the temple and the parents said where were you and he said didn't you know i'd be at my father's house but then it said he submitted to them and grew in stature before both god and man wisdom and stature and so um jesus whole purpose of coming here was to say adam and Eve fell uh, to a concupiscence a fallen nature except for mary uh which is another topic but um he came to fulfill the righteousness so that he could raise our dignity again and his ultimate act of righteousness and love was when he went to the cross and died for us a total sacrifice a total self-giving mary was born without original sin but did that mean she didn't need a savior no she needed a savior the difference is is that jesus saves us out of our sin uh, as if we've fallen into a pit, and he needs to pull us out. Uh, he saved Mary from falling into the pit, right? So it still she needs a savior. But it, uh, as Aquinas said, God could do this, create her without uh, sin, and we know that because the angel called her Hail Mary, full of grace. So she was without sin. Uh, so Aquinas says he could, God could do it, and it was fitting that he did that. And so we did it. So we're so grateful for the mother of God. Theotokos, the God-bearer. Remember, the Ark of the Covenant was the, was the God-bearer in the Old Testament. And when David brought the Ark into his city of Bethlehem, he said, who am I? Huh? I am not worthy that, uh, that uh, God should come into my uh, home. It's the very same words Elizabeth quoted from the Old Testament when Mary came. Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to my home. So, Theotokos, the Godbearer. I'll let you guys enjoy the sunrise a little bit. Aloha, Ted. And, uh, we'll be right back. Beautiful mo- morning. Glad you could be with us. Hey, Rodney, aloha. Glad you're here. We're PAO now, as we say in Hawaii, PAO means Finnish um, for this morning. But I'll give you, we'll make the sign of the cross in Hawaiian, okay? o Oka Makua. kekeki, amen. Ke Uhana Hemalele. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you guys. We'll see you, I guess, on Monday. Don't forget Saturday,
0: college football. Aloha. dot app slash bread box.